so on the one hand, I want to say, folks, I, I have never been where I am right now in this current move of what's happening in our church is what's happening with the Holy Spirit. I've never been here before. And um, we, we have stacks, stacks of prophetic words that are all pointing to something happening. And it's not just us. It's not about, it's not just about Grace Center. I'm, 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 uh, I'm accountable. I stand before the Lord as to how I listen to him and, and listen to you, Steward, you know, that whole thing. But it's not just about this church, it's about this region. Uh, but it is about this church and what our peace is in playing a, piece, a part of this region. Maybe I got those two, our part and the peace. And so, so I, I am all ears listening. And um, um, it, it feels like that uh, the water level is, is rising. Jeff, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, it's just that, um, so, so trying to navigate a Sunday where I, I try to be right in, the, right in the middle of what he's doing, it's, it's a little more tricky than you think. And um, uh, I don't think he's doing anything to trick us. I think he's just doing something to stretch us. And um, so there, there are three things that I, I want to do, and I don't know how they fit together. I don't know if they do fit together. And, um, but I want to talk about a couple of things before. Um, can you guys pray for me? <laughs> pray, Lord, this is wonderful, and it's... Wonderful at the same time. And, uh, and so, Lord, uh, yeah. Do you want to pray for me? I get the secret weapon out right here. Can you pray for me? Just pray. Lord, just pray for us. Just pray for them. Yeah, you pray for us, yeah. Yeah, Lord, we thank you. Father, we thank you that you are here. We thank you, Jesus, that you are walking in and amongst us, Lord. We thank you, Father, that heaven's, heaven's near. Lord, we thank you, Father, there is no distance. We thank you. We invite your presence even more. Lord, would you come and saturate this place? We ask, Father, Lord, that we would move in sync with you. Lord, we give you permission. We give you permission Lord, we say let all your glory, all your power, and all your might be poured out. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the anointing that heals, the anointing that saves, the anointing that delivers. Lord, would you set the captives free? Lord, release the bomb, the bomb of oil and the bomb of Gilead to come. Father, release your kingdom here this morning. Father, anything that needs to shift, we speak a shift in the name of Jesus, everything that's out of order, out of alignment, come into alignment now in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. And Lord, I bless, mm. I bless what you're doing. Mm. I thank you, Father, for Jeff. Mm-hmm. And Lord, I ask, Father, that you would release your anointing mm-hmm. to hear to move, flow, and ebb with you. Mm-hmm. I bless and call forth mm-hmm. a release 
of your presence, Mm -hmm. Lord, that we would glorify you. Mm -hmm. Jesus, be glorified. Mm -hmm. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you. I uh, I feel like I, I want to talk before I want to. There's a couple of things I want to talk. They, they almost look like they're opposites, but they're going to. I think they they are relevant. Uh, with the things that have been happening here that we've noticed, there's been an increase in. There's been an increase in the healings. There's been an increase in what she was talking about, like the Lord's walking amongst us. Um, there's also been an increase in manifestations. And uh, I want to talk about that because uh, uh, as we're trying to navigate what's happening here, uh, you know, it's amazing that uh, when, when you're touched by the power of the living God, the miracle in that touch is that you live through it. That, that's the miracle. And, um, and so... So on the one hand, we, we are trying to, we are trying our best to keep up. We're trying our best to, uh, truth be told, we are out over our skis. He's showing up in ways to where we're just like, Lord. And so one of the things that, that I want to do uh, this morning, I want to talk about real quick is, is I want to talk about two ditches that, that we're trying to navigate and to, and to keep from falling into. These two ditches are the grieving of the Holy Spirit and the quenching of the Holy Spirit. What I have found is that most people have those two backwards. The grieving of the Holy Spirit, it talks about in Ephesians 4, if you read the verses, the one verse before and after, the grieving of the Holy Spirit has to do with our mouth has to do with our opinions. It has to do with criticism. It has to do with that's not God. This is that sort of thing. The quenching of the Holy Spirit has to do with the Holy Spirit being given the freedom to do what he wants to do in our midst. So the verse after, take a picture of that because you need to look this up on your own. In, in 1 Thessalonians, the verse after that, it says, do not despise prophetic utterances. Now, when we hear about, when we read that, we have a, a, a kind of a, a picture in our mind as to what prophetic utterances would look like. And so we think, well, that's someone prophesying that. I'm good with that. And the thing that is going to push your button is going to push my button is when the Lord shows up in the the structure of his word and he has a different definition than you have. When the prophetic utterance might not be the prophetic utterance that you thought it was, it could be this shout. It could be this yell. It could be this scream. And what do you do with that? And scripture talks about let everything be done decently in order. You know, you know, one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. Let me tell you, self-control is actually meant to uh, uh, be in con- self-control as it pertains to sin, not as it pertains to the Holy Spirit. So the reason that I am saying this is because if we're not careful, if we're not careful, when the Holy Spirit comes on someone 
and they act or react unusual, if we're not careful, we can actually curse the very spirit that they've been crying out for. So, I want to just point out, and this is, maybe this is the message, but I, I want to point out a couple of uh, scriptures in Hebrews. It says that in the days of his flesh, talking about Jesus, when he was alive, he offered up both prayers and supplications with loud crying, with loud crying and tears to the one able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his piety. But this, none of us were there. When I read this verse, when you read this verse, again, we all have a picture of what that looked like. It's probably decent in, well, depends on which Jesus film you watched. Uh, the ones that I grew up with, he was a mannequin. Bless you, my son. So I can't imagine him loud, loud crying in tears. But it says that, that, that the writer of Hebrews made a, a point to say he, he was actually came Sounds like came unglued, crying out to God. Um, in Romans chapter eight, verse 26 and 27, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. I, I, want, to, I, I want to let you know that uh, we as a leadership here, we know pretty much what's, what's happening in our, we don't know everything that's going on, but we know what's going on here. And we also know pretty well the ones who are manifesting. We know that. We know them. We, uh, so I think I'm saying this to say, I want to let you guys uh, rest assured that, that we're, we're watching as best as we, as we can. The one thing that we've noticed is that primarily the ones who are manifesting seem to be, in the natural, the most timid. Which that for me is like, that's a sign. There's not a propensity to, for this person that's doing this to take over the room. They're, they're, they're not prone to try to grab the microphone or step into the spotlight or sing a solo. They're, they're not. It's just the opposite. So now I'm going, oh, wow. It was who? And they tell me what's going on. Like, it was them? Oh, my God. I didn't know that they could yell that loud. That's bizarre. So for me, that's a sign. So as a pastor, you know what I want to do? I want to say, oh, do not touch. Don't touch this. Do not touch this. Do not touch this person. Do not touch. Do not let your opinions or criticisms evaluate what's going on or not going on there. Don't touch that. This, this, whatever is happening is actually holy unto the Lord. Your response to Jesus, my response is actually holy to the Lord. That's why when the woman that had it all out of sorts and she cracked open the alabaster box and broke it over Jesus's and, and, and his disciples were like, what in the world? You just wasted a ton. I cannot believe you. And it says that they were indignant. And Jesus said, don't touch her. 
What she's done is for me. Her response to me is holy. So I've said this over and over and over. The Lord owns everything. He made everything. He owns everything. The one thing he does not have is your response until you give it to him. In Matthew, it says, then they brought a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, and Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. And all the people were astonished and said, could this be the son of David? And it goes on, uh, and then it says in, in verse 24, but when the Pharisees heard this, they said, it is only by Beelzebul, the prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. Next verse says, Jesus, or further down, Jesus says, and I, so I tell you, every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven, but blasphemy against the spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the son of man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. So church, I, I am trying to gingerly say, hey, let's, let's be careful of our criticisms and our opinions. If we're not careful, again, we could be criticizing the very spirit that that person is crying out for or you're crying out for. So, Jeff, are you saying that every person manifesting is under the influence of the Holy Spirit? Do you believe that? I do not. I believe that some people are being touched by God and in that touch, they are being delivered they are from whatever is, is, they're being delivered, they're being healed, they're being uh, set free from whatever oppression has been bothering them. And I believe that some people that are, that are, that are uh, uh, yelling out or speaking out, I believe that that's intercession. I believe there's a way, I believe, I believe in, a, in a way, in the spirit, it's like an amen, so be it. And so I don't, I want to touch that. I mean, I don't, you remember when uh, Jesus was coming in, uh, his triumphal entry and uh, the, the Pharisees tried to get the crowd to calm down. And Jesus said, well, if they don't, if they don't say it, the rocks will cry out. What kind of noise do the rocks make? So I don't believe that every person it, that, that's manifest is under the Holy, is under the influence of the Holy Spirit, but uh, and I also want to say, um, I also want to say that I do think that some people who are manifesting are in the, in the flesh and it's okay. I believe it's a, it's a stage of maturity and it's not rebellion. I will say that if we feel that something is out of line, we will speak into it. Yeah. And you'll never see it. Yeah. Because we try to do it with such honor and such dignity that we, we, try to, we speak with people outside of this room and we talk to them about what, what's going on or what they're hearing and, and that sort of stuff. And nine times out of 10, it's, it's, it's just handles. Oh, I had no idea. Most of the time it's just, uh, if I could say this in a very... Um, it's ignorance. That, that they, just, they just didn't know. 
it's really interesting that, that however they react oftentimes lets us know what spirit we're dealing with. I shouldn't say spirit, but attitude that we're dealing with. And if, because the thing about it is, is we, we all see in part, we hear in part, we know in part, I am a part. And so, and so, you know, we're going to miss it. And uh, the thing that I'm asking from you is, guys, you got to give us grace here. Give us, you know, again, we've never been here before as to, what, as to what's going on. We've never been here before. So let us miss it. So and what that means is, is if we, you know, say something and ask you to tone it down or whatever, or however we say that, be, just be gracious with us. The thing I was going to say is, is we can normally tell is when we say something and people have two reactions. One is, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. The other one is, is well, this is what the Lord told me to do. It's like, huh. I'm not denying that the Lord told you to do that. I'm not, I'm not discounting that at all. What I am a little curious about is, is it, your willingness to, you know, boy, this sounds like a heavy, come under authority. Wow, huh. So, so anyway, I th- we're all trying to get to the same place, which is more of his face, more of his glorious face. That's what we're trying to get to. That's where we're trying to go. So, Pray for us. We don't have this figured out. Um, I do want, for those that that get nervous, I do want you to know for your sake that uh, if it comes to it, we have in the past asked people to leave and to not come back. So it, it, you know, that took a long time to get to there, but we did finally have to do that. And so it's, it's one of the things that, uh, you know, being, being a leader, there's the, the leading part is fun. The feeding part is fun. The protecting part, not so much fun, but because he's the great shepherd of the sheep, he's not going to send his sheep to a place where the local shepherds there are not going to protect them. And so that's what, uh, that's what we do. I, um, so that's the one thing I wanted to talk about. I wanted to say that. I wanted to let you guys know. Um, the other thing that I want to point to is we are in, like, in the middle of something that uh, we're not quite sure is what's going on. And uh, if you were here last week, at the end of the, uh, of the meeting, David Wagner came up and, and uh, just happened to be here that Sunday, and he gave a word and first service, I showed the word uh, at first service this morning, showed that word. And I know that you guys, some of you guys were here last week and you saw that word. I think my heart in showing you this word is that somehow we're all on the same page. We're more on this in sync with what the Holy Spirit's doing and saying over not us, but not just us, but this region. There's something in this region that he's doing. And... Um, uh, we, we were just talking, uh, I don't know about you, but um, I could have gone on in, in worship. I could have kept um, 
you know, when Josh came out, when Josh was playing and just the presence of the Lord was, was, was present and um, like, I don't know what to do. You know, Lord, you gotta lift and let us know that's, that's my cue. But when you're, when you're engaged like this, Holy Spirit, when you're engaging us, you know, all bets are off. I, I'll, I'll drop the mic and, and uh, stay in that. And, and um, I realize I'm not, I don't know that I'm actually making any sense, but I'm trying to point to something that I don't know what I'm pointing to and <laughs> articulate something, point to a place that I've never been. And so... Um, So can we, can we cue that? So we did condense the word. I asked him to trim it. Uh, but I feel like it's important, again, that we, that we hear uh, what the Holy Spirit's saying, uh, particularly over this area, over this region. And because uh, I think he's, he's trying to get us to position to come into agreement with what he's doing here. So let's go ahead. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that I'm about to lavish my love upon the region and upon the house. For this is about a love affair lived out between you and I personally, but also together corporately. Many have tried to build great churches built upon great principles. But I've called you to build a house whose pillars are my presence. And there is a wave of Purity, purity of heart shall mark what I'm doing in this place. For blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You don't have to be afraid of what's next because you can see me. You don't have to be afraid of where I'm going next. Your father is not around the corner. He's right in front of you. I am the Alpha, the Omega. I am the one who is and was and is to come. Before you were, I am. Before it was, I am. Before it has ever been discovered, I am. And while many tried to harness me, control me and resist me, you as a body have chosen to enjoy me. So let me enjoy you. Time is of the essence. But I live outside the essence of time. I believe what you felt in that vision that encounter with the earthquake was actually the Lord accelerating the time in the earth. I, I feel like when you were dreaming that or seeing that, encountering that, it was like the Lord actually shifted the platelets of the earth for the church. You are no longer lagging behind. You are lunging ahead. This is a season of lifting up a sound 
Not only a new sound, but it is the sound. There is a place of oneness coming. One heart, one voice, one move. I feel like there are angels in the room this morning. They have come to establish righteousness is the foundation of his throne. And I felt righteousness and mercy establishing something here today. I kept hearing the sound of rearrangement like chairs were being rearranged. Walls were being rearranged. Schedules were being rearranged. There is coming a sustained wind and a sustained move. There will come days, there will come weeks, there will come months, and there will come years where this property will never be at rest because it has become the resting place of the Lord, the dwelling place of God. The place where angels are ascending and descending. Surrounding and surrounding. I saw people coming. Saying where is the meeting? I saw the fire department outside because reports of fire over the building. And I felt like the Lord said, there are visitations and there are those that I've chosen for habitations. There are those that just want to visit and have an experience. And there are those that have said, Lord, I want you to possess me, possess us, inhabit us so that we can be a habitation for your presence. Remove the clocks from the room. Leave your watches at home, the phones in the car. I will do more in a minute than you've ever experienced in a year. You will lose all track of time. Because I'm moving you into my timing. Creative miracles are in your midst. 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 
I saw the Lord this morning recreating brain cells. I feel right now in this moment, there is a renewing of the mind. Many of you are trying to navigate the tension of this hour, this moment. And I'm telling you right now, God isn't breaking us. He's expanding us. Something right now in the realm of God is happening. I felt this this morning. I almost began to weep as I was sitting there. The Lord said, I'm about to release a move of my spirit for those who have never encountered a move of my spirit. You heard about the ones of the past and you felt like you were one of those that revival passed by or missed. And God is actually bringing to you something that is so fresh, so new, so beautiful, that it doesn't even compare to what's happened before. And I just believe right now in this moment, he wants to envelop us in his heart. There is an invitation and I heard this in my own heart today. Is this the place or should I look for another? Are you the people? Are you the man? Or should I look for another? And I felt like as Jeff was sharing this morning, even during the worship as Abby was beginning to just sing prophetically, I felt like the walls of resistance were coming down. Even the walls of resistance to receiving. Some are asking right now, what will this cost me? What will this cost us? And the answer is everything and at the same time, nothing at all. Because it's already been paid for. You just have to receive it. As Becky was praying over those who weren't going but wanted the, the, the same thing, Jeff began to declare something. So I think that the pause, the question here is, or the response from us is, yes. This is the place. Yes, we are the people. Yes. I am, I am the one. Not that you, you hear what I'm saying. So I, I tell you what, um, trying to open up a space for, for there to be a response and it not fall into a place of prediction make sense because I feel like that there is a there's an opening right now that the Lord's wanting to do something in our hearts and there's 
Anyway, I um, so Father, Lord, we I would love for us to respond to Jesus, not even just. I would just love for us just to bless him. Can we do that? We just we just bless him, not looking for anything in return, and I'm not discounting that, but I just want to just, can we just give him something? Just, Lord, we just give you our affection. We give you our adoration. We give you our worship. We give you our life. We give you our time. We give you especially in the church, is all predictable. And Lord, I ask, Lord, that just for the sake of a spontaneous offering to you, Lord, we just say that we love you. Abba, say that we love you. Jesus, we say that we love you. We love you. Holy Spirit, we say that we love you. Say that we love you. We are yours. We are yours. I am yours, Lord. We are yours.